nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Uh, from Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland Been winning all the games in my division Tell your missus not to miss her, she tripping No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted No disrespect to the spirit, to the spirit Intoxicated while I'm steering on the rear end Shout out to my dog Venom, no spider Think I'm about to smoke one, no lighter Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it Leave your red like the bright lights on exits Almighty back, huh, 12 letters My take for yours Wonder who sells better Young college kid But I never got a letter One man's trash Is another man's treasure Bless up Then boss up But if you walked up I got something That'll off ya Yeah All I ever hear Is bag legend When you gonna stop doing this When you gonna start doing that When you gonna come see me When you gonna come see her Look Y'all need to understand something Everything I do Is real Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. We're on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, cause you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me, I'm more like a tanzanite. Still thick, cut two C's while she paying twice. For them double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. F-R-I-V-O-L-O-U-S entertains And anything that I really want I will obtain You a baker boy so we cooking up some flame Dang, I'm worth more than a milli so I rock My words will take you to another world like some chalk Cause Rudy's got the chalk With a dip, do I walk? Must be cause I got it in my sock Nah, I'm playing <laughs> Yo, what's up everybody? Good morning, this is Earth Matt, the man scientist and it's Thanos Rick. E, how was Greece? Oh my God, it was good. I, I was not in Greece. I was not in Greece this time. And, man, if I was you, I would have stayed through Thanksgiving. I mean, that'll be dope. Being in Greece for Thanksgiving, <sighs> by the water, by oh. by the sea, you know. Oh man, I, I I couldn't be there through Thanksgiving, man. I had other obligations, man. You know, I got I had other obligations to the geek corner. You know what I'm saying? Um, watch Ghostbusters, you know, yesterday. Going to watch uh, Resident Evil later on today. Welcome to Raccoon City. Going to see that, too. I mean, there's a lot of movies coming out, man. You know, I got to get some Christmas shopping and stuff going on. So, man, I couldn't be in Greece for two whole weeks. And, you know, my my flight got canceled for Monday because we were supposed to do a show yesterday. The flight got canceled on Monday. So I had to leave on Tuesday morning, which is during the time frame that I usually want the show is. And I was like, you know what? Well, we're going to have to push it to Wednesday. So here I am. So it almost, it almost was through Thanksgiving, but I'm back. But I'm back. We are back from our, from our excursions. <sighs> Greece, man. Yeah. It was a good time in Greece. It was a good time. It was a good time. You know, went to a few saddle mills, you know what I'm saying? You know, went foaling. Uh, you ever heard of foaling? Yeah. So uh, now. Now, just let you know, your boy here, Earth Smack the Mad Scientist, is the winner of five straight foaling matches. Okay? Five straight. All right? Now, shout out to our homie Lauren, though. Like, Lauren hit the pin, hit the, um, hit the middle pin, and got on the wall of fame. So, <clears throat> she did do that. But, 
you know, your boy here won five straight falling matches. Now, even with the very last match, the very last match, I went up against two people at one time. Just me, me alone. Everybody else was eating. You know, everybody need to replenish themselves. I like, I, I'll hold it down for you guys. And boom. Yeah, fifth, clutch. Clutch wins every step of the way, man. You know what I'm saying? You might as well just call me Tom Brady, man, because Foley was the game for me. Stop. Stop it. You might just, as well. Five just, straight. Five you, straight. You hate Tom Brady's. Hey, I hey, I might hate Tom Brady, but I'm not gonna not gonna hate his greatness. There you go. See, that's a difference. That's a difference. Boo. There's a difference. Boo. No, I can't even say I hate Tom Brady, to be honest with you. I hate the Dallas Cowboys above all. You know, so you would never hear me say Troy Aitman. Or, or or Tony Romo or anybody like that, even though Tony Romo is a phenomenal sportscaster, a phenomenal one. Like, I feel like he he should be a coach somewhere because he knows what the offense is going to do before they even do it, before they even do it 90% of the time. Which is mind-boggling to me. He could be a phenomenal defensive uh, coordinator because he can he can figure the offenses out. What are they gonna do? Yeah, maybe. Maybe just saying, you know, it, it, it was a cool deal, man. It's a cool deal, though. But what about you, Thanos? Ray? What's been going on with you? Hey, man, just preparing for this week, Thanksgiving. You know, a lot of a lot of good food coming down the pipeline. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Of course. So you know, just looking forward to spending time with some some loved ones, man. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and you have time because tar- one of the stores is actually closed the entire Thanksgiving day. And it's going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day permanently, and that is Target. Target announced that they're actually closing their stores on Thanksgiving holiday, and they are permanently doing that. So that's going to cut off at least a nice little percentage of Black Friday shoppers trying to get their early shopping in. Honestly, I feel like this should go back to what it was and just close retail stores altogether on Thanksgiving Thursday, man. Have people enjoy them times with their family, man, because... People in in such a rush to eat, to go out and go shopping, like you really don't have time to do anything with your family. Like you're going out to do stuff for your family, but really the most valuable thing is time. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like stores should be closed on Thursday and then open up early on month on Friday morning. You know, like maybe just say eight. Let's not do no astronomical time like three thirty in the morning or some bullshit like that, man. Nah. Give people time to chill out and have fun, and, and then, then they get your shopping on on Friday, man. Give 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 people a day, especially the retail workers, man, because they go through the most shit during Thanksgiving holidays, and it is stressful, and it's a heartache, <laughs> and it's a headache. Taking from somebody the first job that was retail, it, it is a headache. How much shopping do you do in stores these days? I'm curious. Um, I have shopped in stores every year. But it's not the conventional stores that you might think. It's not like Walmart or Target or Best Buy. It's not any of those stores. So I don't really have that crowd on me. Usually, I stop by places like Second and Charles. I go by Books a Million. I go by World Market. Um, places like that. And I can just be in and out and no problem. However, I do have a thought process on what I want to get for, you know, from Target. And I do have a thought process on what I'm going to do for for this year. Because I think this year is going to be more online than me going from place to place. So I think this year is going to be more online. What about you? I'll be honest with you. I don't do much shopping in stores anymore. 
I don't. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, when it comes to clothing, you know, clothes, shoes, whatever, I can really, I, I rarely find my size. They're always sold out. So, you know, I tend to lean on online shopping. Now, as far as everything else, eh, I just find more stuff online than I right. do in stores, you know, spe- especially living out here. A lot of people here. So, you know, tends, things tend to sell out quicker because there's so many people here in the DMV, you know, so that's just what I've been running into. So I've been having to go online, man. I mean, yeah. and eventually, you know what? I may have to do my grocery shopping online or through an app. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. But- I mean, this year is going to be more. I mean, I mean, the stuff I'm getting online because um, my niece put me on game, too, because my niece picked me up from the airport. You know, she told me she, most of the stuff she do, she do online, man. And I'm going to do the same thing this year um, because usually I have an idea what I'm going to get everybody. I know what I'm going to get my my brother um, because, I mean, he's an avid supporter of the Geek Corner. Like, he don't have time to listen to shows in the morning because he's a teacher. But my I'm going to tell you all what I'm going to get him. I'm planning on getting him it is the World Heavyweight Championship belt. The big gold belt. Why don't you buy some cowboy stuff? I would not buy him anything <laughs> cowboy related. Anything cowboy related. Matter of fact, that reminds me of a year. You know what? That reminds me of a year, uh, like I would say about seven years ago or so. He got me a Dallas Cowboys jacket for Christmas, knowing full well I hate the Cowboys. He did it as a joke. You know what I did? You know what I did with that? You know, I did. It, with it wasn't a joke. He wanted his little brother no, 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 to no, no, join no, no. him. He knows in cowboys and in, in the cowboy fandom. The cowboy he knows group. I hate him. <laughs> he he said it with a laugh because he gave it to me with a laugh. As I opened that box, I you know what I did with that jacket, right? What what'd you do? I ripped the star off, and and I and I ripped I ripped all the uh, all the lettering off, and I just had a straight blue jacket. Uh, you are such a hater. You I are. took all the stitching off that bitch. I ain't gonna lie to you. I did. I took all the stitching off that bitch. You are such a hater. Well, that's well. He said, "Hey, look, he shouldn't have bought me the jacket. He shouldn't have bought me the jacket. I, you know, because he did it as a joke." And then, matter of fact, uh, mom asked my mom actually ended up getting a jacket. She actually wearing it, and she actually put the star. I think she did something to it, but I ripped the stitching off. Now, like, nah, I ain't gonna do that. So I'm gonna give him the world championship belt, the big gold belt. Okay. That, that's that's what I'm gonna get him. Okay. Authentic. I'm sure he'll like that. I'm sure he'll. Uh, like I'm pretty that. sure he'll love it because I mean his favorite wrestler is Ric Flair. You know, I mean, and Ric Flair is known to have the NWA title and the, the big gold belt. So, right. Right. Uh, now the belt that I'm probably gonna get for myself is the WCW World Championship belt, and that's where, the one that Ron where, Simmons held. Where are you buying it from? Exactly. Uh, I'm not sure. I've been looking. No. Uh, I'm looking at some places online, like that specialize in like creating belts and stuff like that. So those are two titles I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the WCW World Championship belt and the World WCW World Heavyweight Championship belt. So you want to you want a custom made or just? Nah, because these days, uh, like you know, a good belt you can can run you about maybe a buck fifty, maybe two hundred, right? Depending on how much texture that you want, but. You know, the way I'm going to give it to him is, you know, he's going to probably put it in a glass case or something like that. And, you know, I'm going to hand it to him for Christmas. And, you know, we probably do a promo or something together. You know, we, you know, we do some stuff. <clears throat> so that's what I'm I, that, I think that present is what I'm most excited about, honestly. So I'm going to have to get on that as quickly as possible. That way it can get here on time. Okay. But, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do for him. Um, still got to figure out some stuff. I think I know what I'm gonna get for mom. You know, she's an Eastern star, so I'm 
hook her up with some stuff like that. I already got some stuff in mind for Queen. There's actually two idols for her, but okay. get some stuff straight for her. So, <clears throat> so we good to go on that. Now, you told me now about Ghostbusters Afterlife that you went to go see it last week, and I was like, I was in Detroit and everything else. So I said I was going to come check it out. Uh, you know, when I get back home. So. As you know, this is on the marquee, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. What, what was your thoughts on Ghostbusters when you saw it? Spoiler free? Yeah. Uh, mm. You know, E, I've talked a lot of shit about, you know, remaking stuff from the 80s and continuations from the 80s. And, you know, I've, I've expressed my disappointment with a lot of movie studios and TV production studios or whomever I've, yeah. expre- I've expressed my disappointment with them trying to remake and or continue classic things from mm-hmm. our past. But I must say Ghostbusters afterlife is the hottest thing in the streets right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> like, can you call it, it, it a remake? It, though? it was more like thing. a sequel. Say what now? I mean, would you call it that a remake though? It's a sequel, really. Well, no, it's a it's a continuation because yeah. Ghostbusters Two is still canon. Yeah. So, you know, dismissing the 2016 Ghostbusters with the all female cast, that's not canon. So we're gonna go ahead and dismiss that. Yeah. This one out right here takes place 30 or whatever years after the events of Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, 84. No, actually, well, it's a, yeah, 30 years, is it 30 years after 84? Because they, they, they referenced a lot of Gozer. So that was that well, would be 84. Well, the director came out and said, well, hey, you know, Ghostbusters 2 is still canon. Right. And he may tie in some stuff from Ghostbusters 2 in the next, in the, in, in the upcoming movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Allegedly, gotcha. allegedly. So... Yeah, and tie-ins with this movie too, with the uh with Ray's occult bookstore. Right, right, right. So, yeah. you know, it it's 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 all canon. Again, we're dismissing the 2016 movie. That that's yeah. that's irrelevant. So GB1, GB2, and then GB3, which is afterlife. And you know, again, it it is a fantastic movie. I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. Great story. Great actors playing the characters, great characters. I love the visual effects. You know, it 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 was it was it was a proper, 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 proper continuation of GB1 and GB2 and just the franchise in general. And the tribute to Harold Ramis, may he rest in peace, was fantastic. I couldn't have done it any better. And yeah, you know, and of course, for those who don't know, Harold did play the character of Egon. And GB1 and GB2. Egon Spangler. Egon Spangler. And he is referenced in Afterlife a whole lot. I'm not gonna spoil it, but you know, people have been wondering, even before the movie came out, how are they gonna do this without him in it? Because of course Harold passed away. Right. So it's been a lot of speculation, a lot of concern, but they did it the right way. I mean, I don't have any, I don't have any. You know, no issues. I have no issues whatsoever. And Paul Rudd is hilarious, as he always is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, hey, hey, it's 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 the best movie I've seen in a long time. Better than Shang Chi. 
better than, you know, whatever else I've seen. So in the past, better than Shang-Chi. Yeah, I would, I would put it, I would put it above Shang-Chi. You know, you know about this. That's only because I'm such a big GB fan. So I am biased and I love Shang-Chi. Loved it. Love Eternals, you know, but I, I think this one, this one hit me different. It hit, it, it hit me different because I've grown up watching this franchise. Yeah. Like, we, like, I've grown up with it. So to you see... Know, we all did. Exactly. So to see, you know, all the characters in the movie, it, I, it, was, it was so well done. It was so well done. And I'm like, this is, how, this is how you continue with a classic franchise. Like I always say, just get the story right. I don't give a fuck who's in it. Well, I mean, I, I do, but then again, I don't. Just get the story right. Make it make sense. And this movie made a lot of sense. It was funny. They kept the humor, you know, which we all love. And it, you yep. know, it, it worked. It worked. So, you know. Hey. You know, like when I watched this movie yesterday, um, I looked at the time frame of it. I'm like two hours and like six, seven minutes. I'm like, oh, oh they did they're really taking their time. So <clears throat> now I will say with the first Ghostbusters movie, I think I favor Ghostbusters uh, 2 over 1, mainly because of the music in it and the comedy and stuff that's in it and, and stuff like that. What's going on, Only Crazy Lady? Um, I, I haven't heard anything bad about Hawkeye yet, but we're really going to touch on that afterwards. Well, I haven't watched it, but I haven't heard anything bad. But like as far as Ghostbusters goes, um, they did it right. Why they couldn't do this movie in 2016? Like, because as I continue to watch this movie, right, I was like, they could have done this shit in 2016. Well, didn't didn't Harold pass away around that time? I think he did. So uh, I, I gotta I, I gotta research that. I think they were in the process of of it, e. But I think because of his passing, they weren't really. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I I'm thinking this is what happened. I'm not sure, so don't don't quote me. But you know, his death had a lot to do with, you know, actually, he died in 2014. 14? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He okay. died in 2014. And of course, Actually, you know, he died on my birthday. Holy shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. February 24, 2014. Well, you know, with, with any movie production, it takes a few years for it to get off the ground. You got to get the yeah, script, yeah, yeah. you got to produce it. So I think with it with his passing, I think that might have, you know, and, and then they should have, t- t- you know, to the all female cast 2016. Like they, they totally did a, a, a shift. Yeah, you know. So, but with this new one, coming to eat GB, it the fan base is huge. Fans all over the world. We we love those movies. So you know, it wouldn't be. It would have been crazy for them not to continue it, given the given the circumstances, and given how bad. Well, I don't want to say bad. How how ill received the 2016 reboot or whatever it was. Right. So with the 2016 reboot, like when it came out, I don't think it was the fact that it was, it was the all women cast because a lot of like social media, you know, made it about that, but it wasn't really about that. I think really the fan base hated that movie so much because they just shitted on the first two movies. And I mean, I know Bill Murray was in it and, but he wasn't, he wasn't Vinkman. You know, he was something, he was someone else. And, you know, he died in that movie. He fell out a window or some shit like that. I forgot. I mean, so as I continue to watch that movie, 
I was like, this movie could actually be really good if they acknowledge the other people, you know, the the OG Ghostbusters. Like, this could have been something. This could have been extreme Ghostbusters to a certain degree. You could have had that. But I don't know who, you know, what the writer was thinking. You know, when he was in the, the writer's room, I have no clue what they was thinking. Like, that movie, the 2016 movie, could have been really good if they put the, the the OG source material in it. But that didn't happen. So the movie is, you know, off in limbo, probably in a trash can, trash heap somewhere. Unfortunately, but, you know, it is what it is. So that's why I always debate, like, why this, why Afterlife couldn't be 2016? They're like, this is the perfect, like, this is really, really good. This is really well done. And, like, you know how, like, GB1 started out. You know, it started out, I wouldn't say started out slow, but it kind of, like, builds you up to what is going to transpire in the movie so with afterlife it did the same thing that like the pacing was on point now mind you if i had to add a little critique to it i would have said you know what i would like a little bit more ghost busting but i understood where they were going with this because it you know with the pacing they're trying to explain what's been going on in this 30 year gap why this is the way it is why you know you know why why this person is why this person is inheriting this this building i mean well obviously this ain't a spoiler because in the trailer you know someone inherited a house and obviously you obviously it's egon's house but um but you know you know that it's his like granddaughter you know what i'm saying it's like it kind of like that i mean they said it in you know they had it in the trailer you could tell who she is just right. by how she looks, you know, yeah. and yeah. how she sounds and her mannerisms and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I couldn't pick a better person for casting, dude. I really couldn't. I couldn't think of nobody better. No, I mean, it, 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 the director. Like Makina Grace? Yeah, she, she was, whew, she was, she was great. She was great. Well, I, I think also it's important that, you know, the director of the original two, his son did this one. Yes. Which is yes. even more fitting. Like it it it, it fit. Yeah. It, it they really got this one right. Now I have to say this, you know, did they kind of repeat some elements for, from GB one? They did. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna go into which 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 elements that were repeated, but you know, I I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't I wasn't mad at it because it, it worked. It worked, you know. And I'm trying hard not to spoil it because I know you guys haven't seen it. Yeah. But just 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 take our word. The movie works. The movie works. It, it, it explains everybody's what everybody was up to, man. Yeah. Especially Winston. Especially Winston, man, because Winston gets a bad rap, you know. At some point, he gets a bad rap. I don't, I'm well, I wouldn't say a bad rap, but no, no, he don't stand it's out a bad rap. as much. It's a bad rap because people don't don't mention is 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 Vankman, Egon, and Spangler. um and Spangler. So you I'm know what Egon and uh, Vankman, Ray, and uh, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And Winston, Winston, you know. Winston came in like, hey, man, I'm looking for a job. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people don't consider him, but he is a ghostbuster. He is. You know no what doubt. I'm saying? But what so, you see in this movie, though, which, not spoiling it, 
it is now this fully explains to me it fully explains his start and where he at now where he's at now right right and i was like god damn i was like man yeah and you gotta sit now also there is a post credit scene like all right so they might they might roll a little credit and they might show something but wait to the very end because there is a post credit scene y'all have to see it well there's a mid and a post there's two yeah yeah there's two there's a mid there's a mid credit scene the post and a post so it's I, we can safely say that there will be more Ghostbusters movies, shows, whatever, because I think they want to start their own universe. Oh wow! Okay, like their own cinematic universe. I'm, I'm, what I've been hearing. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but they do want to span more movies or whatever from this because you do have a newer generation of sorts, and they're, you know, you can say they're kind of passing the torch. So, you know, and I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, just if you continue to, to tell the story right, bring back those characters. I mean, it can work. It can it work. definitely work. I mean, so, the comedy there or the style of comedy that, that was in this movie is reminiscent of the older movies, you know? So it's kind of like, ah, you know, I felt that nostalgia. And also, um, it didn't really like force agendas. You know how things you know how certain movies they kind of like for kind of like force feed an agenda on you it didn't do that it was just a naturally fun movie to watch and it was good for the younger audience as well as the nostalgic audience as well so it catered to both people man it, it was it was it was well done it was really well done so you know hats off to those guys and i'll be writing about it in full splendor you know, in a December edition of Orange Phoenix magazine. All right. So if you haven't read the November edition, all you have to do is go to orangephoenixmedia.com, click on magazine. You can you can also check that out with the November edition, the September editions, all the other editions that you may have missed. You just click on that and you will get your digital copy of Orange Phoenix magazine for only $7.99. But um for the December edition, yes, I will be writing about Ghostbusters af- uh, afterlife in full splendor and spoiler filled. Because, you know, we got weeks ahead of time. But today, I will be going to see the new Resident Evil movie, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. You know, I'm, I'm a little anxious about that movie. Not in a bad way, but I'm, I'm, I'm really anxious to see this. Now, I've heard good things. I, I've heard it. I've heard it stays true to the source material, you know, from the games. Like, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. So, you know, a, a lot of fan service with this movie. So, yeah. You, you should be pleased. Hopefully. I hope you Hopefully. are. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. So, man, we're going to take a quick music break, and we'll be back to talk about some Mass Effect coming to Amazon Prime, possibly, and the most recently released Hawkeye that, that came out on Disney+. Plus. All right. So, quick music break, and we will be back. Legendary Baker Man, I'm a Power Ranger. Young superhero, yes, I'm here to save ya. Pull out the Megazord, then you in danger. Teammates in the back, and they gon' flank ya. I'm the Green Ranger, feeling like Tommy. Got my boys with me, Adam, Billy, Zach, right? 
and forget about Aisha and Kimmy. Fighting crime all the time in the big city. Mighty Morphin, Mystic Force, Dino Thunder, we them boys. SPD and Ninja Storm, Super Samurai be my new form. Lightspeed Rescue, Jungle Fury, Judging Evil but no jury. Operation Overdrive and Wild Force, Morphin Time, you leave me no choice. Sometimes I feel like I'm young Zach. Run up on me, I got that mega sword in the back. And it's not your ordinary kind of attack. We didn't even give you enough time to react. Shout out to my girl Kimmy, she an MVP. Play with her, it's guaranteed she gon' break your knees. I'm a mystery, sorta like the White Ranger. Ivan News want us dead, but he won't make it. Brother Blaze on, feeling like a champion. Protect Zorda, he taught us everything we know. Talking about some uh, Hawkeye, and uh, like I mean, have you what have you heard about Hawkeye so far, man? I know you haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Being on no, Street, I, well, I did. Oh, oh, you did. So, what's your thoughts on it? I saw the first episode, and I'm about I'm about halfway about halfway through the second. Uh-huh. Um, you know, E, I stand by what I said. There's no point to this show. <laughs> you said there's no point. <sighs> well, okay, okay. Like I don't, I don't think it's needed. Like I don't, I don't know why we have it. Um, now is it watchable? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, th- there's there's plenty of action, and you know, there's a story with Kate Bishop, and you know, it's you know, there there's a story there. Right, right. You want to tell that that side to it, because mm-hmm. I mean. You know, I I would assume Hawkeye has a fan base, and I'm assuming you know there are some fans out there who wanted to see him kind of do his own thing and kind of because sh- Hawkeye is a likable character. You know, family man, great with the bow and arrow. I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I can see why people like him. You know what I'm saying? So you know, 
I mean, he's a pivotal party in the Avengers, man. I mean, honestly, one for him in certain ways, they want to succeed it. Hey, I, I'm, I get it. I get it. You know, but, <laughs> you know, I just I just don't think the show was necessary, to be honest. Mm. To be honest. But I, I think what they're what they're attempting to do is show how badass Hawkeye is because he is a badass character in the comics. I mean, he will. He does catch your ass off guard. And, and then because a lot of people shortchange him because he's human. But I mean, they had a death battle on YouTube with him versus Green Arrow. And he wore Green Arrow's ass. Like, it was just... Like, the bow he uses, I think, is like 15 times stronger than the one that Green Arrow uses. So that lets you know that how much strength and dexterity that he has as a human. And it's all, it's all I think it's Olympic level. Olympic level strength. That type deal. But he's like the best shooter. I mean, he goes up against people like Bullseye and, you know, people like that. So... And, you know, and I get it. So I'm a little interested in what's going to happen with Hawkeye. Um, and I think it's an attempt to show how badass his character is and give him more shine as well. Because, I mean, let's face it, like people like kept like fan, fan, fans like people that have powers. They cater to people that have powers because they like larger than life and, and all this other stuff. So even though Tony didn't have powers, but he just have a suit of armor, he was just rich. So. But we, we, we'll see, man. I'm going to go check it out and see what the deal is with that. But okay. uh, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Have you? Well, I mean, for what I've seen, it listen, it's, it's not a bad show. I, right. don't want, I don't want people to, to get me confused or, you know, whatever the case may be. The show is it's not bad. Right. You know? But again, I just I don't know. I, I, I think they could have went with someone else to fill this time slot. Or to fill this on, on Disney Plus, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, uh, think about it. Compared to the other shows coming out, E right, Hawkeye is kind of you know it's 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 low level. Okay, you know what I'm saying unless they you know kind of do how they did with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know what I'm saying? Because a case can be made that hey, Falcon may not be all that. Now, granted, he is going to be the new Captain America, so which I've know, heard. I've so, heard they're changing the shield around a little bit. Yeah, so you know, those characters do turn into something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, it would have been interesting if they would have explored the Ronan character a little bit more. I think Ronan makes Hawkeye more interesting, and you know, my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? But you know, if they, if they, I don't know. I mean. But by, by the looks of it, the story is 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 so so. You know, it it's not as captivating as a Falcon or a Winter Soldier with the super soldiers running around, all the political elements. Like it it it's okay thus far. It's okay. I mean, of course, Kate Bishop is going to be the new whatever. So, and I'm hearing, you know, they're going to do a, a, a Young Avengers, and Kate's going to be in it. Like, I mean, eh, you know, I guess this is to build her up. And to, you know, maybe see how she evolves and, you know, into her future character. You know, that's mm-hmm. why that's what I'm assuming this is where the story is going to go. I could be wrong, but I mean, we'll see. But, you know, I don't yeah, know. We'll, de- <clears throat> we'll definitely see. I mean, um, the story. I'm going to watch it today. Uh, now, I mean, I got to catch. I got to finish up my Cowboy Bebop, though, man. The Cowboy Bebop. It's all right. 
live that action. Was all right. What? That was all right. That was all right. What do you mean? The the, the anime is better. I mean, my, obviously, my, but my, I mean, my obviously, opinion. Like I don't see. Them. I think I, what I think about this cowboy be about live action. I don't think nobody is saying that this thing is better than the anime, even though the creator of Cowboy Bebop is a consultant for the live action. That's why all this, I would say at least 85, 90% of the scenes that's in it or iconic scenes are mirror images of the anime. So I can't say it's better than, I don't think nobody is saying that. But I'm saying like separate the anime from the series. Well, let's, and let's, what do you let's... think? Let's let's get off that. You know, back to Hawkeye. We'll we'll, we'll... It's, not, it's not much to say about Hawkeye. I have, you only saw the first first one and a half episodes. I haven't seen it yet, and and I haven't now. Gamespot gave it mediocre reviews, but I don't really trust you know credit reviews like that because you know well, people like to review bomb shit. Well, I agree. I agree. I don't think it's spectacular. From from what I've seen, unless the show transforms or evolves into something else story wise, then of right. course my mind can change. You know, I have the right to, with new information, I have uh-huh. the right to change my mind. So, you know, but from what I've seen thus far, it's not, it doesn't knock me off my feet. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? So, you know, definitely a, a, a slow build. There is action. You know, you do see some Ronin elements. You know what I'm saying? That is in there. I don't want to spoil it, but you do see that first episode. So, I'm hoping, E, I'm hoping that as as the story moves along, things tend to pick up and the story gets better. Yeah, you know? I'm going to ask Queen, like, do she want to watch Hawkeye? Because, um, I mean, we watched WandaVision together. We watched Falcon Winter Soldier together. We watched Loki. We knocked that out. Um, but I still say Falcon Winter Soldier is probably like the best one out of all of them. In my, in my personal opinion, it just was just really well done, man. I, I just like it. You know what I'm saying? That, it was just, it was like legit. But I mean, but time will tell. Time will tell. Time is time will definitely tell. Now, um, now with December rolls around, um, you will possibly see a full review on Hawkeye for uh <clears throat> for the edition of the Orange Phoenix magazine for for January edition. You know, just give it some time for people to actually watch it and stuff. So for January for the New Year edition, we're definitely going to have Hawkeye in there for a full you know spoiler filled review. Give people time to actually watch it. Um, Cowboy Bebop, like the live action. Um, Ellie is actually doing a review on that one as well. Um, you to hear her thoughts on it. And as far as my anime, my anime addict, I'm doing a Cowboy Bebop anime, you know, and revisiting that because that is actually on Netflix as well. But like, like, think it was right. Like what you were saying, like, it's, I don't think nobody really saying that it's better than the anime per se. I know I'm not. Um, but, if, Without the anime, what would you think? Like, just take the anime out of the equation. Take the anime out. If there was no anime. Uh... Now, I will say I would change one thing in, in the show. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Without the anime. That's, yeah. that's, that's interesting. So, if there was no anime and the show yeah. was what it was, you know what, E? Then I, then I would definitely have to big it up a little bit more. What's that? I would have to big it up a little bit more. I would have to. It, All right. it, if there's no anime to compare it to, because it's hard, E, when you're doing a live adaption from an animated one, you can't help but you can't help it to 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 compare. 
it's hard not to. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when when the first Avatar came out, you know, it sucked. You know what I'm saying? Last Even, Airbender, you mean? Oh, yeah. Last, last, okay, yeah. Last, last Airbender. You know, thank God they're doing a new updated live action. But that movie that came out, it sucked. You know, but the cartoon was very, very good. Very good. Very well done. It was fantastic. But it came to live action. It was like, ah. Even without the, the, the cartoon version of it, it still would have sucked. I mean, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a terrible movie. But, you know, Dragon Ball, which we mentioned the other day, you know, the, the other show, it sucked. Like, it's, it, it's hard to do live action from animated. It's hard because a lot of times, E, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't compare. It, it doesn't match doesn't up. Care. Would you, know you say, would you say this is the best adaptation from animated live action so far? Compared to uh, what you have seen, when it comes to anime versus the live action, can you can you honestly say this is the best adaptation? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Mm. Yeah, without the spoilers. Let's see. Ghost in the Shell sucked. Dragon Ball sucked. Avatar sucked. Let's not even talk about Dragon Ball. Dragon uh, Ball never existed. Uh, what other anime have I seen that was live action? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. I would have to agree with that. Okay, uh, okay, uh, okay. No. I mean, I mean, I, I say the same exact thing. I haven't finished it yet because I'm in the process of finishing it because I started watching it. Um, when I was up in Detroit, it was me. Uh, you know, Top Gun. We actually started watching it and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I mean, mind you, you know, most of us are drunk off our ass at the same time. But um, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to rewatch some of these episodes here. And speaking of myself, Top Gun, like Geek Corner member, you know, Top Gun and I, we will be at an AEW event on January the 12th, if I'm not mistaken, 2022 for AEW Dynamite and Rampage and some AEW Dark Boy. That's on, hey, listen, listen. We're going to be in the motherfucking building, man, all day. I'm telling you, our voice is going to be hoarse. We're going to be hoarse. We're talking, this show starts from 7 p.m. It probably will end till maybe 1130 probably. Give or take. Obviously, there's a break between, but yeah, ready for it. But yeah, Top Gun says he was enjoying it. He was enjoying Cowboy Bebop, man. I, I, I like the aesthetic. The only thing I would change, Thanos Rick, would be. Um, Here's what I would change. Okay, so the fight sequences, right? When it first came out, I feel like some of the fight sequences was a little bit uh, over choreographed. You know what I mean? I, I would rather have right. the the fight, the physical fight scenes, be a little bit more fluid and a little bit more, a little bit faster. Other than that, I love it. Okay, I I, love I can it. get behind that. I can, I can get behind that. Yep. Yeah. So I, I I'm like eh, I I can I can work around this because I like space. I like space westerns. You know I love space odysseys. And you know you you know the old story. Like Outlaw Star was my first space western, and then Cowboy Bebop followed after that. But then you know then I bought the movies and all that. But I'm rewatching it. Speaking of uh, anime, there is a sports anime out. Um, uh, Kuroku Basketball. 
Uh, the movie is actually on Netflix right now. The new Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2 is on uh, Netflix right now. And Kuroku's Basketball Three Seasons is on there. Now, Thanos Rick, I don't know you are, you know, you actually tried a sports anime before. Um, I have not. Uh, there's a real good boxing one called Hajima uh, no Ippo. That is really good. That is that is fucking fantastic. Like if you're a big, if you, I mean, if you love boxing, you have to get Crunchyroll and watch a Jimmy No Epo. You have to watch that thing. That thing is phenomenally good. But Kuroku's Basketball, though, that is on Netflix. Um, it is a basketball anime. Um, it, it's it's really well done. It is really well done. Okay. But shout out to Cowboy Bebop, man. But yeah, um, it's good stuff. Uh, Top Gun said my daughter loves that. What Kuroku's Basketball? Wow, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Kuroku's basketball. Yeah, that that's good stuff, man. People getting crossed over, dunked on, they'll assist. Like it, it's it's really good. It's really good. They did their research. Now, as far as Mass Effect, now Amazon Studios, a television adaptation of developer BioWare's popular Mass Effect video game franchise, could hit Prime Video in the not too distant future. Now, according to Deadline. Amazon Studios hosts to develop a series based on Mass Effect and is currently nearing a deal with franchise publisher EA. Excuse me, publisher EA. Um, in order to accomplish just that. This news follows the incredibly successful premiere of Amazon Studios series adaptation of The Wheel of Time, which premiered on Prime Video November 19th. Now, should the deal come to fruition, Amazon planned Mass Effect TV series would join Prime Video's ever-growing lineup of original programming, which currently includes the likes of The Boys, Hunters, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Invincible, and of course, The Wheel of Time. Amazon Studios is also working on a big-budget Lord of the Rings pre prequel series, which is slated to premiere on Prime Video on September 6th, I'm sorry, September 2nd, 2022. Now, Mass Effect show would also join a growing list of big-budget series adaptations of video games such as Paramount Plus's upcoming adaptation, of Halo and HBO's upcoming adaptation of The Last of Us. So, the original Mass Effect release exclusive for Xbox 360 in 2007, set in the year 2183. The game follows main protagonist, protagonist Commander Shepard, an elite soldier tasked with thwarting the galactic invasion planned by the Reapers, an advanced race of sentient starships. And Mass Effect eventually made its way to PlayStation 3. And of course, you can get the anthology series. Um, on PlayStation 4. So you can actually get Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Um, as a series, you can play all three and you can kind of like catch up on the storyline. And that you, you know what's funny, Thanos? Is that um this particular game has eluded me for quite some time. And I'm I did myself a disservice because I was, you know, I was occupied with other games. You know, I was playing fighting games and stuff like that. So Mass Effect never grabbed my attention as it should have and that is a crime that is a crime no, so don't, don't feel bad because i never played it either yeah. you know what i feel like both of us need to knock out this mass this mass effect uh anthology one two and three because they told me i was told by many people like listen andromeda nah you need to get mass effect one two and three and play them all and i and, you know and I heard nothing but good things about it. I mean, we can check the IGN reviews and stuff like that, but I mean, 
and we need to check. And Top Gun says Outriders got a new update. Shout out to Outriders. I me and uh Top Gun actually played Outriders together, and I actually I actually kind of enjoyed it. But I know for sure. Oh, also on Black Friday, Guardians of the Galaxy video game, uh, for what I've hear, is twenty five dollars for Black Friday. So you might want to cop on that stuff. And I heard nothing but good things about twenty five dollars. Uh, really, twenty five dollars for Black Friday? Just Black Friday sales now. Okay. Just Black Friday sales. Okay. <laughs> you know it's it gonna shoot back up again, but uh, but we'll see. But yeah, man, we're gonna take another quick music break and uh, you know, put some more Baker the Legend. And then we're gonna jump into the Seth Rollins uh, debacle. Thanos, Rick, I know you heard about it with um. Seth Rollins being attacked at Survivor Series. We're going to jump into that right after the music break. So stick around, peeps. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> Young High Road Boys, you know what's up? We in the building. Yeah! Like Link, yes, I'm feeling like a warrior. If I pull up with the roof, then it's over. And plus, inner boss, I thought I told ya. Scientist, 
Thanos Rick in the building. And uh, shout out to Baker the Legend for his music comp- contributions. Top Gun says, man, when we go to AEW Dark, if Jade in the building, I may have to do a fan on. Oh, <laughs> fan tackle. Like Seth did. She nice. Yes, I agree. I agree. Actually, Top Gun, I didn't know you know this or not, but Jade is actually Greek. Um, Gat, uh, Jade is actually a member of Alpha Alpha, uh, Alpha Sorority. Um, she actually got a, I forgot uh, the chapter she's part of, but she announced it in uh, it, she's not a Neo, though. I know that. She's not a Neo. Yeah, so uh, she is uh, Sean Dean. Sean Dean is my frat brother. Um, he's a member of Phi Beta Sigma as well. You know, hit him with the deal. Like, you see him on AEW Dark Elevation and stuff like that. So, a- actually, you see him on Sammy Guevara's uh, uh, vlog, too. So, you know, shout out to those those guys. So, there's there's a good bit of Greeks out there that's actually involved in professional wrestling, believe it or not. You know, obviously, we know Titus O'Neil. You know, Titus, that was part of his character. So, um... <laughs> Talk good serious. <laughs> Thanos Rick, man. You've seen Survivor Series, right? Yeah, highlights. Yeah, all right. I, 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 and, I, and I fully understand. I fully understand. Like, without diving too deep into Survivor Series, man, um, Survivor Series is just what I said it was. You know, as far as the four pillars, you got WrestleMania, you got SummerSlam, you got Royal Rumble, and you got Survivor Series in that, in that order. And Survivor Series was just a good show, and that was it. Not memorable. Except for this fan attacking Seth Rollins. What's your thoughts on that? Was that at Survivor Series or was that Raw? Uh, Survivor Series. <sighs> you know, I saw the video. Uh-huh. And I was doing some reading on it. Because at first, I thought it was like, all for show, but yeah, yeah. it was confirmed from you know officials, you know, in Vince's house that nah, some crazy fucker jump, you know, got out of his seat, jumped, hopped a railing, and just tackled him. Wait, wait, wait. Um, so Top Gun says it was live Monday Night Raw. I thought it was Survivor Series though. Nah, I, I, I thought I thought it was all over Twitter that because he beat Finn Balor. I and- think that I think that was on Raw. I think that from what I, I I think that was raw. That was raw. Interesting. That was raw. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, anyway. But you know, this, but this was after you know, I think the cameras went off. You know what I'm saying? Because the video I saw, it was, you know, uh, another someone in the audience was filming it, and you know, and it, it it was a good shot too because you see Seth walking and the guy. And the video can be misleading because it looks like the guy is coming out from the back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, apparently he the guy left his seat, hopped the railing, and he just tackled him. He just tackled him. And then, you know, security guards came and and he I mean he 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 got Seth good too. It, it, it was a good tackle. I'll give him that. <laughs> he got closer was, than anybody it, I know. It was a it was a good tackle. He he got him down and it, it took security to get you know to get him up and you know i guess <sighs> well as the as the story goes the i mean because I, I think he's a kid i think he's a kid you know he's young and he's he got like charged or something like that well he, he got charged um criminal charges two of them 
yeah, assault. assault, and I think I can't remember the other one, but you know, I, I think he's he's doing court shortly or soon, or something like that. And you know, they're probably going to ban him from any future events or whatever. So you know that that's the typical response for something like that. Um, but he is charged. He and he will. You know, hey, hey, if if hey, I don't know, I don't know, but you know, he's guilty. It's on, it's on video. We we see him ta- tackling we see him. You, so we see you. You know, it it now. Seth wasn't injured. N- nothing serious like that. Nah, of course um, not. Yeah, I mean, his you know his lip was swollen or something like that. I guess because yeah. of fall, not because of the the guy, but but you know, he it. <sighs> And I don't know if Top Gun or anyone else, feel free to chime in. But, you know, sometimes, E, at, at these events, you have these fans, short for fanatics, you know, yeah. and they, you know, sometimes, E, you know, fans get so wrapped up in the moment and they want to be a part of the show so bad. I mean, it, it, it happened when, you know, Bret Hart got tackled, AEW. You know what I'm saying? Some oh, yeah, crazy the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, speech yeah you remember that? Some crazy fucker got in the ring, tackled Bret Hart. You know what I'm saying? And like, oh yeah, that was I... WWE because FTR, you know, well, the revival back then. Yeah, you know, grabbed the guy, beat the shit out of him. But, they know. beat the shit out of him. You know, <laughs> you don't tackle Bret. You don't. Ta- you don't tackle the hit man. But you know, he, you have these fans, and I think they just want to be part of the show so bad. And I think they just want to be in the moment with these guys because, you know, deep down, E, we all have dreams of being wrestlers and, you know, we all want to get in that ring. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a different kind of feeling. And again, you know, this guy's a kid. I think he's like, what, 24, 25? He's young. He's young. You know, so does the guy hate Seth? No. Does the, you know, did he meant really? to injure I, I, don't, I, don't think he, I don't think he hates the guy. He, I, I got a quote. I got I, a quote. I, well, is this, is this, well, go ahead. What's the quote? What's the quote? Does he hate him? He says, good morning, guys. I'm out. That was me on WWE. I was booked from Goldberg and Vince McMahon, and I jumped over the barricade because I told Vince McMahon I had personal beef with Kobe Lopez, Seth Rollins. This man did not tell Kobe I was going to be there, and the personal beef is between me and Kobe, and he knows what he's done. So as a related to the as a related to the tribal chief and tribal chief cousin Royal Four and Fatu Instagram, I did what I had to do. I did it for Rikishi. I did it for The Rock. I did it for all my tribal family. Fans were able to find Spencer's Instagram account, and it appears that Spencer has has been scammed and catfished by a fake Seth Rollins account prior to the incident on Raw. The video of Spencer's statement and other material from his Instagram account. Um, what's seen below according to nodqcom Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait a minute, E. Yeah. Break break that down f- for me further, please. So, so apparently the person that he was talking to, I guess, on social media, my guess, it was somebody faking a Seth Rollins account. And I guess he felt like I think he sent money or something. It was something that caused this little whatever beef or whatever. He, I guess, in his mind, he was actually talking to Seth Rollins, but it was a fake account. So when he saw Seth Rollins on there, he said, he talking about and I, the whole Vince McMahon, Goldberg thing. I don't know how the fuck Goldberg's going to book you for something. But anyway, 
um, he attacked Seth Rollins. He said personal beef. So he he called a man by his real name, Kobe Lopez. So I was like, all right. Yeah, so that's basically what it is. Breaking down. <sighs> so, yeah. There, there you have it. There you have it. And Top Gun, yeah, you're right. Linda, man, I forgot about that one. That, that's the most glaring one that stands out the most. But other than the Linda part, he's the one who got closer. He's He got closer to a wrestler. It was something very interesting that Bully Red said uh, about this little incident. What did he say? So that type of heat, well, he said that type of heat where a fan is prompted to go over the, a barricade to come after you, that's the type of shit that you want because, it, you know, he just, you know, throwing stabs in the dark. He like, because apparently said this something in the ring. This I think this is before this quote came out. You know, did something in the ring to piss a fan off to the point the fan wanted to attack. He's like, that's the type of shit that you want because when it comes to, you know, it comes to being a heel, a heel don't give a shit about sportsmanship. A heel don't give a shit about how they win a match. A heel is supposed to be hated to the point that you just put it like this. He said it. He said it like this. Um, Luke Skywalker wouldn't be shit without Darth Vader. And Vader wouldn't be shit without Emperor. Emperor and now and people really started like Vader because he had redeeming qualities. Emperor don't have redeeming qualities worth of shit. He was evil from the jump street. But Luke wouldn't be Luke without Vader. So when you know when we always have these discussions about heels or whatever, this is the type of hatred that I want, like from a heel, because I think that's why I credit MJL so much because he stays in character so much. Like you remember that fan that tried to get in the ring, that tried to attack MJF while he was talking to Chris Jericho, and but I, I think I do remember that. Yeah. You remember that, right? So that happened like maybe a couple months ago, right? Yeah, so yeah, Bullet yeah. Ray also said you got to look at the professionalism that Seth Rollins portrayed in this incident because he said this situation is damn near impossible to hold your emotions in and he did it because had he kicked this dude in the face it would have it would have done more harm than good because it, you know switching the roles up that kid can sue the WWE and win because he assaulted someone. So Seth actually stayed in character the entire time he was being attacked. He just played it off. He did, you know, he he yelled, he screamed, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like Seth Rollins do. And he he padded to the fans and then boom, he out. He did everything to the letter. Like everything to the letter. Had he kicked that kid in the face, WWE would have been in some litigation shit. They would have they would have had to pay some money. Why? Because he they, they got assaulted. He got kicked in the face. Because look at what happened. Nah. Seth, nah no, no, I, no, 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 no. Seth stepped agree. back. Seth stepped up. No, listen. Uh, the, what you, listen to what the judge, he, he actually explained this. He actually broke it down to the point that, damn, if Seth would have did that, he would have been, he would have got sued. Seth stepped away from him after they got him loose. Had Seth went back in there to kick that kid in the face, 
then that would have been assault because you already broke off from him. Why did you come back over there? Oh, well, he attacked me and da 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 Yeah, but you stepped away. That would have just tell him. You stepped away. What, what possessed you to come back and kick him in the face? You just were overcome with emotion that you kick him in the face? That's what the judge would say. Yeah, but at but that point, he would have got yeah, slammed what, with it. But what if Seth didn't step back? Because if he didn't after, step back. Because after after he got tackled, if 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 Seth, because remember, the dude tackled him. Seth had him in a headlock. So yes. let's not forget that. Seth had him. But that's when the guards came in and they were trying to, you know, they were trying to get the, the, the kid off of him. But yeah. if Seth didn't step back and if Seth would have retaliated, then there's no lawsuit because Seth there's, there's is well within right. his rights to defend himself. Yeah. yeah. He, at that you. point, yes, he's I, I good. hear you, if but he at stayed, the end of the day, and if he I stayed hustled in, like the headlock, because, you know, had he tightened up his headlock, I mean, the kid was on his way to pass out, and that was a wrap. You know what I'm saying? That was it. So had he not stepped away, he would have been straight, like you said, but he stepped away. Well, no, he, I mean, Seth, Seth did the right thing because, again, security was there. Now, he, it might have been different if security wasn't there. Yeah. Because if, if security didn't come out when they did, then Seth would have still had to defend himself. And I'm pretty right. sure if Seth would have still kicked him in the head with no security, there ain't no lawsuit because that's self-defense. So Seth did the right thing when security came and then Seth stepped back because he, he he let security do their jobs because it ain't Seth's job to no no it is security's job to prevent these type of things from happening so when so when security came out Seth did the right thing he stepped back and he didn't proceed with whipping his ass so e you're right you're right now the whole thing about well if Seth would have honestly e I mean, I don't know. To me, you that stand up. You got to stand up, step back, and separate yourself before you kick somebody in the face. But listen, listen. I hear you, but again, if Seth stepped back and if Seth still would have hit him, I wouldn't have been mad at it. I no, wouldn't have been mad. I, but, now but, I'm just saying. But, now personally, personally, I wouldn't be mad at it. Now, now I, I, you know, but legally, now, he would have been in some shit. Well, e that part I don't understand then, and that's something that's that what I'm I, saying because that, when, that, when, that's because a, in the situation, like what you're saying is correct. Like, it, honestly, from what I've understood from what Believer was saying, it's the security and the refs' job to do that. Because the refs, notice how many refs came in there and tackled the old boy. And from what I understood from what Bully was saying, like, whenever situations like these happen, because it happens, it's security, wherever the fuck they was, because that was crazy. You saw where the dude come from? It's almost like he came from, like, the stage. That's what I'm saying. It, the the video angle, how I when I saw the video, it looked like he was coming out from the back where the other wrestlers are. That's how it looked. But I don't know where the fuck he came from either. But again, he got out of his seat, jumped the railing, and he ran. You he know ran. what I'm saying? So listen, all that legal stuff, whatever. If <laughs> if if, yeah. if 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 lawyers and judges want to say, well, hey. This kid has a right to sue. Okay, whatever. I disagree, but whatever. It's, it's America. Our laws are already fucked up as it is. So whatever. But as far as what as, as far as what Bully Ray says about it being a good thing, yeah, I disagree with that as well. I res I respect Bully Ray. Hey, he he, you know, For he knows he his was. shit. Smart guy. But at the end of the day, e I disagree with it because you don't want just random people attacking professional wrestlers. Okay, so well, Bully, Bully pull out that for example. He said, uh, when him and Devon was in ECW as the Deadly Boys, they was extraordinarily hated to the point that it, he said it happened twice. Mofos jumped from the 
balcony. From the balcony. One dude jumped from the balcony. The fans caught him. They jumped over the guardrail to attack Devon and Bubba because he they pissed them off so much. And I mean, they obviously they punched the dude lights out or whatever the case may be. They happened twice. He said, This ain't new shit. This ain't new shit. He said, but honestly, wrestlers yeah. as he but but hear me out. He said as no, heel, no, as, he with all due respect, E, and you know better than I do. That's ECW. They allow certain shit compared to WWE. He said, so that but, that might not be the best example that you would have said, E. But no, no, but he with he, all but due respect. Me, <laughs> okay, but, but hear me out what he was saying, but he was going somewhere with this. He was saying, like, honestly, he said, like, when it comes to characters playing a heel, and what MJ and what MJF understands about that is that you're supposed to be hated that much that someone is is tempted to do that to us to a certain level. Because when they do it, you know you are gonna doing a good job. He said now he can speak for himself, like when he came out and he saw someone wearing the Dudley Boy shirt. He felt like he wasn't doing his job because you are supposed to hate me, not love to hate me, but you are supposed to hate me. You are supposed to because if you don't have a true, true bad guy, you don't have someone uh, who is it? Who what are you doing for the guy across from you? Because he was saying, like, go back back in the day. One of the most hated people, classy Freddie Blassie, Roddy Piper, hitting people in the head with a coconut like. Rick Flair was in Dominican. He put a story out like Rick Flair was in the Dominican Republic, and he was facing the hometown hero. And Rick was hated so much that they put over their hometown hero to all parts of the moon to the point where if Rick would have won that match, it would have been a fucking riot. But he called an audible in the middle of the match, like close to the end of the match, and tell dude, hey, you pin me and you take the title. Everybody goes on happy at this point, and then we'll switch the title, we switch the hands. But according to Rick, this is way back in the day. And he's like, this is he or one-on-one. You want that kind of hatred because you make the other person look so damn good because you paid a ticket to see this person get their ass whipped. That would sell seat. That would sell tickets. But what he's saying is being a heel to that level is a lost art. And he referenced the NWO. He said they're not the sole purpose of that dynamic being kind of kind of hazy, but they didn't help matters because you got the bad boy and people love the bad boy. NWO wasn't really, they did heelish shit, but you bought their merchandise out the ass because they was cool. There's merchandise for everybody. There shouldn't be merchandise sales for heels, especially if you want them to be to that level. Now, with the dude that attacks self violence, he might have a screw loose. You know, he might have some mental issues because he's saying Goldberg, investment man, he, hilarious. You know, I don't know about Goldberg. I don't think he got booking. <laughs> he got booking, um, booking uh, powers. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Thanos Rick. Does Goldberg got booking powers? Do he book people? Not to my knowledge, no. Right. So, I mean, so, I mean, so what Billy was saying is that, you know, it, it's a lot of blurred lines. That I think that's why he he credits MJF so much. And even though they're trying to force feed Becky into being like this heelish character, it's like it it's very confusing. And I and I agree with that because you just beat Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series, right? 
And did you see the post match interview? No. Like the the okay. She was crying. Becky Lynch was crying. And she was like, This was a hard match for me because we best friends. We almost got in a bad accident together. I mean, no, no. We almost died together in a in a car crash or something like that, or whatever the case. Like, this was a difficult situation. And then here comes Monday night, you cut a promo, and you can tell right offhand that it, it was scripted. Like it was written. It's like you just cried the night before. What how are we supposed to feel about you? You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm like, damn, that makes sense because you just cried yesterday. Like, are we supposed to hate you? Or are we supposed to like you? You know, what what are you what angles are you trying to do here? Like what are what are you trying to do? And I think <clears throat> like we were saying like last week, or well, week before last, you know, we was in Greece and all that. Is that um with WWE, you can only do but so much as a bad guy, and that's your ceiling. But with other wrestling companies, not just AEW, if you're going to be a heel, they're gonna go full flesh. Like, like take notice. Like, I mean, I keep using MJF for a reference, but he's the best reference I got, to be honest. Like, he's the same way on the internet. His parents hate him. He's the same way at autograph signings. If he's there, you know, he's, just, you know, even when the fan try to attack him, he never changes his stick. You know, he never changes attitude. He's still MJF. He's still going to piss the fans off. And when he becomes champion, that's going to sell tickets out the ass because you are paying to see whoever's across the ring from him to beat his ass or at least hope they beat his ass. I mean, look at all the stuff that happened. Like, because he's saying wrestling. Okay, let is- me let me let me respond to that. E, let me respond yeah. to that. Few things. Um, back to Bully Ray's and the whole thing with ECW. Again, like I said, with all due respect, ECW allowed certain things to take shape. They were a little lawless, a little reckless when it came to their fans compared to other companies like WCW or a WWE, WWF. So that ECW reference might not have been the best reference because they, from what I've seen back then, they've allowed certain things and they've allowed certain fans to do, take certain liberties with their wrestlers. So that's the first thing. I don't think that was a very good example. Oh, I mean, what he said was like those fans at ECW were smart. Let me, because they knew about the, the, the... Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. I'm just saying for what I've seen, E, mm-hmm. ECW was a little lawless compared to the other promotional companies because that shit wouldn't have happened with WCW. Damn shit wouldn't have happened with, with Vince. You know what I'm saying? Back in the 90s, 2000, it, it wouldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? So I think ECW took certain liberties and they they were a little bit more loose when it came to certain things. So again, in my opinion, I don't think that was the very best example to use as far as fans getting involved. Here's the other thing. My other point, you're right. Does it, you know, for heels, you know, for the sake of being a heel, does it make you look good? Sure, E, I can get behind that. But at the end of the day, we can't just have random fans hopping over railings to attack wrestlers. You know, if I'm Vince, you know, like this is a business. You know, I pay these people to put on a show night after night, week after week, month after month, year after year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still running a business. 
So I can't just have fans, you know what I'm saying, just jumping over like it. it no, I can't have that. This is why I hire security. This is why I hire all these people to protect my guys. So, yeah, you know, Billy Ray, Billy Ray, you're right. Heat wise, sure, it looks good and it makes sense. But at the end of the day, that shit could have went left. Oh, yeah, all day. That shit could have turned out really, 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 really bad for both parties. What if Seth would have got badly injured? What if? Just just what if? What if the fan who attacked Seth wasn't, you know, he? what if he was just some big 6'9 LeBron looking guy? You know what I'm saying? Strong as shit. And what if he would have really injured Seth? Good. What if, you know, security didn't come out as quick as they did and Seth really 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 hurt that fan like it's it's different scenarios of how that could have played out luckily yeah, that's the luckily it played out the way it did security came through seth stepped back let the security do their jobs and then you know again seth you know like you said he played it off you know what i'm saying it was a you know hey i mean what else could seth do can't break character you know what i'm saying so you know seth was a good sport you know yeah, what i'm saying he was a good sport. very professional so again, I hear you and I hear what Billy Ray is saying, but I respectfully disagree because that shit could have went way left. Forget all this heel stuff and whatever the case may be. We can't have fans just attacking wrestlers because goddammit, if that was me and I'm heel or whatever the fuck my gimmick is, I don't want nobody jumping the rail, putting their hands on me. I don't. Maybe you do, E, but I don't. Don't touch me. Let me, let me walk out, head back to the dressing room so I can get home. I don't got time for all this. You know what I'm saying? Because look, again, we can't have that. We can't. Yeah. So I, I disagree respectfully. So go well, ahead. I think what he's saying is that, <laughs> like he said, with his with the ECW fan base, they're not stupid because uh, think about it, the curtain call that that opened the curtain for everything. What goes on behind the scenes? So from that day, you know, you can't fool the you can't especially ECW fans. So you can't pull the pull the wool over their eyes as far as like oh, but this ain't how this is supposed to go. You know, bullshit. This how the way it goes. But when Devon and and Bully came out, you didn't know what the fuck was up. You didn't know. You didn't know. Like at, they had them. They had them by the balls to the point that they couldn't see reality from what's going on. But what Bully was saying, look, he said, listen, I don't want you to jump that barricade. I don't want you to do that. And it takes a substantial amount of willpower for you to not to retaliate to someone that came that blindsided you and not hit him because he, you know, with Seth is a billion dollar company because, you know, WWE would have been wrapped around in it. So he did the right thing. Like you said, like, you know, he did it professionally. He stayed in character. He did what he's supposed to do. Um, for what Billy was saying, for him working in, in both companies or whatever the case may be, or m multiple companies, they, they're always told, like, listen, that referees and security, especially refs, are trained for situations such as those. And when stuff like that transpires, you know, the refs can do what they got to do, and then boom, that, you know, it's, it's a wrap with that. But what he was trying to say is you should have enough heat for a fan to be tempted to want to do that. But, you know, you don't encourage it. You don't, you don't, what he's trying to say is to separate the two. He's saying, listen, I'm not saying free, go jump off the rail and you can freely do whatever the fuck you want. He said, nah, you don't, don't do that. He said, I'm telling you not to do that. He said, but as a character, if you are a, if you are a heel and you are hated that much that someone is tempted to do that, 
that should make you feel good because you are doing your job because your whole premise as a wrestler is to incite emotion. Everybody can do moves all day long. You know, we see, we see good matches. We see great matches. But what keeps us vested in these matches is the story surrounding it and the emotions surrounding it. I think what made Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels so great with the Iron Man match was the emotion. It wasn't even the match itself. It was the emotion because the story that was built behind this was what? The boyhood dream, you know, Jose Lothario. And who's the best between Brett and Sean? But it was the emotion behind of it. And they wrestled to a draw. And then you had to go into overtime to determine the winner, winner take all. It was the emotion behind it. And after Sean won the match, you was emotionally attached at that point. You It got you by the balls. They got you. And, it, and it's all about the, the emotion and and the story because the emotion makes makes situations like these memorable. I hear you, but e- e- I shouldn't be tempted to jump a railing and tackle you. Like e, hey, I Rick, hear hey you. man, e, wrong. E, I hear you. E, I hear you. And yeah. E, hell, we get emotional when it comes to wrestling, but that doesn't mean that gives us a license to want to jump the railing. Not saying that we will, but I mean, yeah. e, I don't think that's an excuse. Yeah, you can bring up emotion and, and your feelings and all this. Yeah, e. That all sounds good. I'm with you. But at the end of the day, that still shouldn't tempt you to do something crazy. And no, it, it, that's, we're not condo- he's not condoning the actions that he did. He's just I, saying that if you were at that said, level, because it's, not, it's not happening every day. He, I, know, I know what he said, but at the end of the day, we can't have that. <laughs> we can't have that. And it's, it's, it's shit like that, E, that, hey, Vince can say, you know what? No more having fans right there by the walkway. Vince can do that if he if he wanted to. Now it, it would suck, but we can't have this happen again. We can't. We can't. So guess what? More security. We may have to push some stuff back so that way fans won't be so close to the like I'm not saying Vince will do that, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that is the response. All I'm saying is, and like you said, Bully Ray isn't condoning it. He's saying, hey, I'm not telling you to go do it. And you know, you should you should feel tempted. I disagree with that. You shouldn't feel tempted to hop a railing and go tackle a guy, E. I don't care how emotional you get. You shouldn't do that. Don't yeah. put your hands on anybody. Don't put your hands on anybody. <laughs> and, and with this situation, people are like, oh, man, think these are dangerous times or whatever. But you got to think back to the 80s and 90s. Oh, Papa oh, used to do this oh, e, shit all what? the goddamn COVID. time. COVID, E. What if he had COVID? Think about that shit. No, they actually go through COVID protocols and all that shit before they get in there. Because the Barclays Center houses how many people? What, 15,000? Uh, so, another glaring thing, though, off topic, is that if you really, really notice the crowd, everybody was, like, at the lower level to the floor. So, estimation-wise, you're looking at probably 3,000, 3,500 people at Survivor Series. That's not a lot. That's not a lot at all. That's why you saw people doing the wave up in that shit. You saw people chanting. Well, they tried to chant CM Punk chants or whatever the case would be. That That's not a good thing because, again, I always reference like legends and stuff like that. He, and, and it was said that one thing a wrestler always does is peek out that curtain and see how the crowd is. And see what kind of people that they see. Because I saw another video that there was a big black tart all over the top. Like, the you know, so when the camera angle do that panning thing. Because I've seen it happen because I've been to a couple of live shows. If the place ain't sold out, 
they put black tarp over it, over those seats. So when they pan the camera, it kind of gives you the illusion there's a lot of people there, but it's really not. If that makes sense. But it's like, so yeah, we got COVID. Yeah, true. But Roddy Poppy used to do this shit all the freaking time. Like, like Rick tells stories on how pissed off Roddy used to get people. And Rick was like, man, Roddy used to get people so riled up, man, in, in shows and stuff. Like, they, they was waiting to stab this man. They was waiting to stab this dude. You know, like, I think Roddy's probably arguably one of the best heels of all time. Because he used to piss you off. Well, e, that's fine. That, but that's still no excuse for you to do. Like, E, oh, no, no, no. e, e yeah, you ain't going to do e, that, bro. I hear you, and you keep bringing up all this old stuff and how it was back in the day. Yeah, well, Ray, you the same it was how it was back in the day. How it was back in the day. I get it. E, I miss the old days, too. Just like a lot of people. But things have changed. It's 2021. I understand heels want to make people emotional. MJF want, want you know people to hate them. E, I get all of that. You're, you're saying things that, that I understand. I get it. I get it, E, but at the end of the day, we have to keep this shit under control because <laughs> we don't want anything stupid to happen like what this did with Seth. Yeah. You know what but I'm saying? Often, now, now, luckily, happen, luckily, luckily, again, again, Seth was a good sport, but what if yeah. he wasn't? What if he wasn't? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, E, it's, it's so many scenarios that could have played out, but it didn't. And E, you're, e, you're, you're right again. Does it happen often? Does it happen a lot? But it, it does happen. It does happen. We just don't know when. And we it don't does. know. I mean, it, it happens and, more likely to, at house shows than on TV. Because um, it, it, it happened back in the Attitude Era. It happened all the time. But it but it was going on during like the house shows and shit. Or when it was off, when it was off camera or it was off commercials. We just never catch wind of it because, you know, we had internet back then for, for starters. And... They didn't really talk about it as much, but it used to happen like back in the 90s. I know we say it don't happen in the 80s and 90s. Nah, nah, most folks was doing that shit. It's well, just it, that we never well, saw it. It was wrong back then, too. It was yeah. wrong back then, too. I'm not going to sit here and justify it. I don't care how mad Ric Flair got me. I go punch him in the, in the nose. Like, he, <laughs> to me, that just sounds crazy. And I think that's it what crazy. That's where me and you, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. But me, I would never do it. It was wrong back then, too. We can't have guys tackling and punching because, again, what if those guys get hurt, the wrestlers and or the fans? Then what? Then it's all fucked up. So what that's I'm telling them, if so they can't show their emotions, it, that's on them. That's what it I'm, ain't the wrestlers fault. That's what I'm saying. So guess what? If Vince decides to, you know, do whatever. Oh, hey, can't blame Vince because Vince still has to protect his investments. Because at the end of the day, Seth Rollins, Bianca, Charlotte, Roman, whomever, these are his investments. And I and if I'm Vince, I'm not gonna have guys just tackle my guys. No, you know, that's I'm why you got the refs there. Nobody so, got the refs hey, in security. It's, hey, just, it's, a, it's a guy that made it through at that time. Hey, and guess what? Vince is pissed the fuck off. Now Vince is probably thinking, well, you know what? Where the fuck was who was watching that area? Where the fuck was he? Where the fuck was she? This this is probably pissed off. So this I, I don't think he I don't think he's pissed off as, as people might think. He probably pissed off at that particular why this how this person got out. But as far as what, that's what I'm I don't think he's got that upset that's, because that's Seth saved him a lot of money. But I don't think but that's what I'm saying. Vince is pissed off that he got loose. That's what I'm saying. Because if I'm Vince, if I'm a CEO or whatever, I can't just have where was these people here? 
So now I have to go back. I have to sur survey the land. Hey, I need extra guys here, 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 just so I can prevent this from happening again. That is a typical business response. Forget the wrestling. Forget everything. Business. Business. Because yeah. now because now you are attacking my investment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm sure Vince was pissed off. I'm sure he was. Yeah, you know I, don't think that, I don't think that ruined his day, though. And he's like, oh, well, Seth, you handled it correctly. Boom. Or whatever. Because it could have been 10 times worse. You could, you know, you could have cost us some money if you hit him in the face. You know, that, I mean, he could be pissed at the situation. I, and I'm not, and I'm not dis disregarding that. Because, like, how the fuck he did get loose is beyond me. That's but, what but, I'm saying. Um, That's what I'm saying, E. How did he get loose? <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who left the gate open? <laughs> who, who left the freaking gate open, dog? Like, because Seth looked like, what the fuck? What just happened? But, e, I mean, E, just imagine me and you are doing a live show and the motherfucker gets loose and wants to tackle you and or me. You don't think we'd be pissed off? Where the I'm, fuck was security when this fucker rushed the stage? Man, you might be, you might be thinking, you might be thinking, um, I'm playing devil's advocate when I say this, but I would say depends on what my character is. If I'm a bad guy and I'm gonna go in the back, I'm like, shit, I pissed that motherfucker off. I'm doing my damn job, and and, and I'm so like, you would want that to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm a bad okay. dude, if I'm a bad guy, my job is to piss you off to the no, no, point no, 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 that you no, want no, to do no, this no. shit. If me and you are on stage doing an Orange Phoenix show and some guy oh, see, that's different. That's different. That's different. Now, if we now now, I, I thought we was wrestlers at the same. No, I thought, okay, no, not no, no, oh, no. Oh, okay, no. If me and you were on stage, you know what I'm saying? What happens? Oh, now, top, yeah, by all no, means, Top Guns right there, B seats right there, Rachel O. You know, she, like the whole fam is there, but some yeah. crazy motherfucker wants to decide and tackle us on stage. Oh, he get three D'd on the couch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Okay. No doubt about that. Okay. No doubt about that. Okay. Be because it, now you are fucking up the business now. <laughs> yeah. See, no, no doubt about that. See, I, see that part, I, yeah. See, I thought you meant like wrestling. I mean, but if, if like the crew is on stage and we like talking to the fans or whatever the case would be, and then some, some random just jump on there. Yeah. You know, but well, of course, I well, got e, you by all well, means. E, well, E, that's my point. Yes. Even though E, it is wrestling, it is entertainment. E, I get it. But it's still business e. We yeah. are portraying actors on stage in front of a camera. This is not who we are in real life. It ain't. Yeah. We are doing a job that we get paid a lot of money to do. A job that people are still getting fired from. So I so for Thanksgiving, no doubt. I'm I'm e, that's my point. So at it's business e. Let's not fuck up the business. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. Now if it's wrestling, if we were wrestlers and and I piss somebody off to the point, then I'm I'm smiling from ear to ear because that don't happen nowadays. That it really don't. That this was a wild situation because whatever that dude was drinking or smoking, it got him. It, you know he getting booked. But again, that fake Seth Rollins account, I heard that a lot in the past twenty four hours. But if it was something like I just did something in the rain, so heinous that you hate me so bad that a mofo, which is always gonna you know. It's never multiple ones. It's just one, really. Well, well and, think about that. Think about that, E. Why would Seth Rollins DM you? Yeah. Think about that for a second, E. Just, just think about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, listen. Like celebrities, would... celebrities have responded to DMs before in the past. I have heard of this happening. Hell, some of them even got dates. 
So I mean, it ain't totally off the grid, but Seth is engaged. I mean, he, that in itself sounds fishy. If it sounds like some money was involved. I th- I feel like that dude gave that face up Rollins account some money, and and something just didn't go right, and he and he thought it was the real Seth Rollins, and he just he just went after this man. He common sense will tell you something is off here about this situation. Agreed. Common sense. He it's, it's really it's really simple common sense. There is no Agreed. way in hell. <laughs> Agreed. You know, I mean, it's easy to tell because they, look at it. You could say, oh, well, Seth Rollins got X amount of followers. This fake account don't have as many. Hmm. Hmm. This might not be the right one. Common sense, E. It's just common sense. And I get it. The kid's young. He was, what, 24, 25? I get it. But come on now. Come on now. Come on. Oh. They're like, bro, bro, did you check the follower account, my man? Did you check that? You know what I'm saying? Like, ah. listen, listen, you know, Vince, I, I won't be surprised if Vince makes changes. I won't be surprised. Yeah, e, you're right. It, it doesn't happen often, but God damn it. It, it, it don't. It, it, don't. It, it, it I don't think he's going to make changes, man. New York is his home, is the home of WWE in most cases. But, okay, so before how, we get out of here. How can you not make changes? You have to make changes, bro. You have to. Not, not for that one incident. In certain areas, you have to. You have Not to. for that one incident because you got security all over the front, all over the front. It's just that somebody wasn't doing their job. Somebody was caught sleeping. That's really what it boiled down to. That really what it does. But the other glaring thing to me is the okay. attendance for Survivor Series. You know, it wasn't a sold out crowd. And like, this is New York. This is you your mean home. You mean Raw? No, both. Okay. Both. The Barclays. Like, it was not sold out. Like, for for any stretch of the imagination, so <clears throat> everybody was on the lower levels to the floor from from what I gather, and I saw like some videos or whatever. So it's like people was doing the wave. Now I think New York got some restrictions or whatever, you know, and you and you know they're getting close to the holidays and all the other stuff, and maybe that can play a factor as well. But AEW, like they got something in Long Island, they got over eight thousand tickets sold. And they sold out Arthur Ashe Stadium, which is also in New York. That was like 20, 20, 21,000 seats sold out. So I'm like, what is really going on here? But the profits are good as far as like the last quarter earnings, right? But okay, I mean, as a performer, I would, okay, when I say this, this ain't, this ain't his fault. But all right, so when your attendance is good and you know the house house is good or whatever, who do you credit who do you credit for that? I mean, you'd have to credit the wrestlers themselves because they're the one you know, they they are they are the main attraction. Not not just the wrestlers, but which one do you credit the most? Which wrestler do I credit the most for them for high attendance? Is is that what you're asking me? Yeah, who do you credit the most for that show? What is it, Raw or is it SmackDown? No matter. If it's SmackDown, you credit Roman Reigns because he's a champ. Well, yeah, and plus Roman is the biggest star in wrestling right now, so well, I mean, he's the champ. Roman's a draw. In Raw, you credit Big E because he's a champ. Right, right. So when you when you say like selling out the well, like when you got the house, 
or whatever case it may be, your leader of the locker room is your seller. It ain't it ain't Big E's fault because Raw always been lacking. You know, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't Big E's fault by any stretch of the imagination. But SmackDown is a superior show. Right. So what is Raw not doing right here? What What is happening here that is not allowing? Because you know what's going to probably end up happening? If their numbers don't change, Big E might drop that title at some point. Unfortunately. So you think Big E is the problem as to why no. the numbers aren't? Uh-uh. Remember I said that? I like, he is not the problem. But it starts from the top down. But why would you punish Big E? You shouldn't. Not saying that. You shouldn't. So what are you saying? But, but it, whenever you got like a tennis, tennis draws like that, you, you are tempted to make a change to see what will happen when this change happens. And and it calls audibles. Like, think about it. Like, it, it happens more often than... It don't happen a whole lot. It's not glaring. But usually... It, mind you, WrestleMania ain't even sold out yet. Yeah, but e, when you say that, you make it seem like it's Big E's fault. No, it's not. I'm not saying that. Or something Big E isn't doing. No, it's that's, nothing, it's nothing that's that Big E... That's, no, no, that's, that's, that's why I keep reiterating it's not Big E's fault. I'm just saying... But you Raw said Big has e. been Raw has been in the toilet. But when you get ho- big house numbers, your champ is really at the top because they they're the one that bringing in those numbers because people are paying. The no, I, I, no, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. But what yeah. you're saying is what what you just said. Your champ brings in those numbers. So yeah. if Raw isn't bringing those numbers, one can assume it's Big E's fault. And like you no. just said, Big E will have to drop that title. E, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what you mean, but that's how it's coming off. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't so, don't be surprised if if numbers continue to drop attendance wise, Vince may call an audible. So again, I'm asking you: Is it Biggie's fault? No. Then whose fault is it? it? It's it's been creators' fault for a long time. For a long time. So so it's, I, cre- it's creators' fault. It's it's too. <clears throat> nobody really knows how a wrestler is supposed to sound or what they're going to say for the character other than the wrestlers themselves, in my opinion. Because there's a lot of people that is phenomenal on this damn mic. So, <clears throat> is that Seth Rollins is phenomenal on the mic. Kevin Owens is phenomenal on the mic. Alessa Bliss, even though like she gets a piece of paper saying, from what I understand, she owns it, right? Roman Reigns has gotten consistently better on the mic. But it, you know, <clears throat> I feel like it's too many pe- too many hands in the pot as far as promos is concerned, or and you're like because the stuff that they say you don't typically hear that character saying these said things, and it comes off as hokey, and it comes off as too kitty, and maybe the intelligence is being insulted a little bit when it comes to Raw, and on top of that, Raw is exhausting. Raw is three hours. You got three hours of Raw. So imagine sitting in the crowd for three hours plus <clears throat> with, a sh- with a show like this. Not saying the show is terrible, but you got three hours to go through. When the last time you sat through a three-hour Raw, like from start to finish? Three. I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because the only time I tune in, really, is when Becky get on TV or when Biggie get on TV. And, oh, RK, bro. Those are my three. 
Those are my three. Other than that, I don't care. I really, I don't care. <clears throat> so, you know, um, I think Biggie's opponents is Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens right now, currently. <clears throat> and I think he needs to go over both of them. And they need someone that larger than life, like maybe a Brock Lesnar. Maybe bring him against Big E and have Big E beat him. But like, <clears throat> you know, have that. Because WrestleMania ain't sold out yet, bro. It ain't. And you drop all these damn teases for The Rock on Survivor Series. This is his 25th anniversary. You knew that? I didn't pay attention, no. I, yep. I didn't realize. I think he made his debut at Survivor Series. So it was his 25th anniversary. And then Vince actually showed up on Survivor Series with the uh, egg that it was in Red Notice. The Rock is in on Netflix. And then he lost the egg. Someone stole the egg or whatever the case may be. Because he had Roman Reigns in the office. He was like, man, this thing about $100 million. And Roman was like, yeah, about as much as my next contract. And he walked out. It's almost like you plant all them seeds that's even planted. Like, <clears throat> as a fan, Thanos Rick, if you see those seeds being planted, would you like to see the ultimate payoff for that? I mean, if you're if you're building up to it, you know, you're you're getting the fans emotionally involved, invested. I mean, well, of course I would. Correct. Course I would. And Correct. if it and if it doesn't happen, then you know, we're all pissed off. Exactly. Exactly. And now you, you don't plant the seeds now. Now you got us thinking. You got our wheels turning. Like, would the rock show up? You know, or what, what's going to happen? Will Roman face the rock at this year's WrestleMania? Because you got two nights. You're trying to sell 100 plus thousand seats. And this thing ain't sold out yet. Like, you get, you get, you got to make some changes somehow. Like, especially if you're trying to, you're trying to tout saying we did this for two nights in Texas, or blah, 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 blah. So, Big E needs an opponent that is phenomenal. I wouldn't mind seeing AJ Styles and Big E at WrestleMania. Well, just 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 quick detour. Top Gun, you're asking me what do I think of the women's tag. The uh, new women's tag team champs. Carmella and Zelina Vega. Um, mm -hmm. I don't understand it. I don't get it. <clears throat> I don't agree with it. So Top Gun, there's your answer. So you rather kept the titles on Nikki Ash and um No. No. Okay. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> no. So hey, so would would it be better though to, to take the titles off of them and give it to somebody else? So Rhea can so, probably do her own thing eventually. Zelina Vega and Carmella. That's that's the best you go to. I mean Zelina's the queen of the ring, so I mean So you give her a tag title. Why not? She ain't in the title picture right now. Because Liv Morgan is, I'm over it. I'm over. I mean, what, what, I mean, what would you, you? You remember we talked about this though. You say if you are the king and queen of the ring, you should be put somewhere in the spotlight, not lost in the shuffle. Just put Zelina Vega and well Carmella like they're in some in somewhat of a spotlight because she's not in the major title picture. It's like singles title because Liv Morgan's currently in there and they're building a story off of her. But Zelina has a title around her waist now, and she's the queen of the ring. So wouldn't that make sense? Because if she don't have a title, she's just out there just doing random shit, you know, we would have been complaining about it. Yeah, I really don't care anymore. I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I now, don't. granted. I don't care. I, 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 really, I really don't care. 
I don't. Now, now granted, <laughs> the, the women's tag team titles was something that Bailey and Sasha made very prevalent. Like they made very much documented that those titles meant something. And once they dropped the titles, it's almost like it took a downward spiral and you're making a joke out of them. And it shouldn't be that way. It should not be that way. It should be exactly how Sasha and Bailey made it to look. And, and it's not looking that way. And it's not Zelina's or Camilla's fault. It's not Rhea or Nikki Ash's fault. It's, it's creator's fault. It's none of the performers' fault. Like, at all. It's creative. They got to do something different. Like, you, you grab these people that don't know dick about wrestling or the characters that they're trying to write about. And some of them, some of them, because there are some that actually know their characters, you know, pretty good. So I can't say all of them, but, you know, you like you like Rick said, he don't care. He don't, don't really care about the women tag team titles. No. He, like, you know what I'm saying? You suppo- no. He's supposed to care about them, but he don't. You know what? He, I don't even care if Biggie drops that title. I don't. I do. I would. I, I don't. Would. I don't. I mean, honestly, I didn't like he lost. He, I didn't. He, I didn't like the fact that he lost clean against Roman. I, I and I really didn't because I rather it have to be a no contest type of deal, and so both of them can look strong. But now, you know, at this point, Biggie don't look weak because he went up against Roman. You know, Roman is the top guy, but he is the champ too. So now, at this point, you have to big Biggie up like you. He have to end it strong on Raw, which he did. And to the point that he's larger than life again. So, you know, that you in that situation. Listen, Top Gun, Top Gun, I am talking to you right now. Top Gun, you've been listening to us for a while. You've been hearing me and Eagle back and forth, and we've shared our opinions about wrestling and whatnot. And it's been very entertaining, to say the least. I know you've all been entertained, you know, but Top Gun, at the end of the day, right now as it stands, I just don't care. I don't. They they've pissed me off to a point now where I just I just don't really care, Top Gun. I don't. I don't. I don't care, Top Gun. I don't give a shit anymore. These fuckers can do whatever they want to do. And eat and Earth Mac will tell you, oh, it's creative. Oh, it's this. Oh, it it's is creative. What it's you think? Business. It is creative. You know, it's them. the rock coming back. You know, Earth Mac, the mass science will tell you all kinds of shit to justify this shit. Top Gun, I don't care. I'm not saying it. Justify. <laughs> I'm just telling you what. Look, look, I'm not saying it to justify it. I'm just telling you what it is. Like, I'm telling you, it is creative, and I'm telling you what what may transpire and why it's going to transpire. I never said it was right. I'm just telling you, this is what it is. Earthmack, We keep expecting this shit different from WWE, and we keep getting disappointed. Earthmack, my brother, my partner. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) It's it doesn't matter. It It doesn't matter. Clearly, clearly, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, this this nonsense has been going on for way too long. And you know what, Roman it's again. One company. I still believe Roman is the best thing in wrestling right now. There's no he, one bigger. Than, the, there, the there's no one WWE. bigger than Roman, and we haven't really seen. To be honest, E, we haven't really seen a Roman type wrestler. It, it's been a long time, and we mm-hmm. could throw out a whole bunch of names for laughs and giggles. 
but Roman is the best thing right now for the industry as a whole. He is the best thing. He's the best and thing for you WWE. Know what? You know what? Well, e, that's your opinion. I think he's the best thing for the industry altogether. There is it's Roman. He has the look. He has the mic skills. Acknowledge him. E, I'm with it. I am with it. But besides oh. that, but, but but besides that, E, you know, it 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 doesn't matter. It doesn't. I don't care. I don't care, man. I mean, yeah, it's a matter of opinion. Like Roman is definitely top tier. Like, no doubt about <laughs> that. This man is top tier. Like he he's the best thing for WWE. But I always, I mean, I I fashion Kenny Omega as a better wrestler. Wrestler. Better wrestler. Okay. Okay. That's I mean, the man wrestled with vertigo, a shoulder injury, hey. and a knee injury for I'm months. with you. I'm with you. Holding multiple titles for multiple companies. I'm with you. He's supposed to be number one in PWI. It's just no question. Roman is holding the major title for one company. Yeah, I'm not with multiple you. ones. I'm with you. I get it, E. I get it. I get it. So I, but Roman I, is definitely top tier, and he is the reason SmackDown is the A show. Point hey. blank, period. All all punctuation marks included, and I don't see anybody beating this man at <laughs> at any point. And it's going to have to take someone larger than life or somebody being built up to beat him. Yeah, and and it has right. to be it has to be somebody they got that that Vince has strong investment in mm-hmm. for him to drop the title to this person. Otherwise, it's not going to make sense. Mm-hmm. My guess was. Big E, because you can leave that audible open if you ended it in a no contest because nobody truly won the match. Mm-hmm. And if something was to transpire, like Rock couldn't make it or Brock Lesnar got injured doing some random shit, mm-hmm. you got Big E. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that, that's 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 the person. That's the other person. That's the only person I can think of, Rick. That would be all, be a whole hundred. Yeah, I don't. I it, I'm not interested. I'm not. That's all, that'll, I'll be a whole hundred. Uh, Drew McIntyre will be a good match, yes, but I don't see him beating Roman. Okay. Entertaining match. Spectacular match. But Roman's still going to be on top. Either he's going to beat you clean, or the Usos going to be involved, and he's still going to end up with that title still. So it ain't going to matter. So it, it ain't going to freaking matter. It's just, it just not. Well, I mean, but you know what? Uh, it, you know, we we I think we held we hold WWE at a certain expectation that we want to see certain things, but we should not be shocked when shit like this transpires. We should not be shocked at all. So that's why there are other wrestling companies that are out there that you can watch. There's New Japan, there's Impact, there's MLW, there's AEW. And I guarantee you, you probably be less disappointed. You know, you you know. You dead probably would. <clears throat> Especially Daniel Bryan. You see that? You noticed that change he had last week? What was that, E? He turned heel. Okay. Well, Bryan different. Danielson. Bryan Danielson. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me rephrase. Because Hangman Page is, is the current champ. And, and Bryan Danielson is the number one contender. And he came out there with a match. He said, listen, I come to say congratulations. He said, I was hoping it was going to be Kenny Omega. Crowd hated that shit. They hated that shit. It was like, and I think he tried to belittle um, Hangman or whatever, and then they kind of got into it, and then Brian Day said, listen, you're going to give me my match. I'm going to pick every single member of the Dark Order apart until you tell me yes. I'm going to kick everybody's heads off, starting with you. And he kicked this dude's fucking head off. And then he got another match tonight against Colt Cabana. 
another member of the Dark Order. He gonna kick his head off. This is the this is the vile, violent, physical Brian Danielson from ROH, and he is a very dangerous man. Like he, he very dangerous man. So that I think this match between him and uh Hangman Page, whenever that takes place, because it's the that uh, <clears throat> full gear with the final pay per view of the year, um, it's gonna be a phenomenal situation. I think CM Punk and MJF is gonna be a, a good situation. That is the person. Remember, I told you I said the one person I would say well, I will probably want to beat CM Punk is MJF, and I'll be goddamned. I'll be damned. CM like MJF was doing his stick, saying he's the best wrestler in the world. Blah 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 blah. I need a title on my waist and da 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 da. CM and then CM Punk comes out. Don't say anything. He didn't grab a mic. He didn't talk. He just looked at MJF, smirked, and walked out the ring, and left his ass there. That's it. Watch AEW tonight, day before Thanksgiving. Would not be disappointed. Why are you hey. silent, Thanos? Ray? I'm just listening, brother. <clears throat> to you. Did, did, did the AEW piss you off too? Uh, no, I'm good, E. I'm good. Nah. nah. I'm, just, I'm just listening to you, E. You know what I'm saying? I'm you, saying man, I, look, I love it. I love it when you sound excited. You know I, I do because because <laughs> AEW don't disappoint me. It, it don't disappoint me. It really don't. It really don't. It, it don't disappoint me. I can't think of any time that AEW has disappointed me as far as what transpired because they they cater to the fan base. They they you know they build live stories up until there's a big payoff. They plant seeds and there's a payoff. You know I, you know up until this point they have not failed and. Again, you know, when we do have these talks about why things are the way they are with WWE, it's not that I agree with them. I'm just, I'm just saying this what it is, and this what, and don't be shocked if they pull this because mm-hmm. they pull shit like this all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, but when WWE gets it right, they damn sure get it right. I still say Money in the Bank was probably their best pay per view this year. Because it was thoroughly entertaining. Everything was entertaining. It was just great to see. Good show. Okay. But we'll see, though. We'll see, though. Listen, that's our show for the day, man. Y'all got to go to uh, www.orangephoenixmedia.com to check out the magazine. Give a... <laughs> Rob don't care, E. Rob don't care. He doesn't. Because <laughs> you set them off for the new <laughs> Women's Tag Team Champ. That was a wrap after that. But, uh... <laughs> so... So hey, yeah, Top, go to D- Top Gun is a friend of the show. So <laughs> relax, E. Top Gun is a friend. He is a friend of the show. It was good that Top Gun reminded me of these shenanigans. Thank you, Top Gun. Thank you for keeping me on my toes, sir. So. Uh, hilarious. Hilarious, man. But yeah, orangephoenixmedia.com. Click on <laughs> click on magazine and check out the magazine. Uh the December editions will be coming out really, really, really soon. Go check out Hawkeye. Damn sure go check out Ghostbusters, man. Phenomenal movie. I'm with Rick. It's probably like the best movie of 2021, to be honest. To be to be a whole hundred. Very well and done. Very, very well, well done. Very well done. I it's it's worth a rewatch, man. And I'm going to see Resident Evil, uh, welcome to Raccoon City. Um <clears throat> today, this afternoon. And I'm gonna go pick up a turkey later on this later on this evening. So 
Are you cooking? Or is mama cooking? Oh, you you already know mom's cooking. You already know that. Okay. You already know that. Is this you already know that. Okay. I'll be under the coffee table somewhere. So more news. Under the coffee table. Jesus. Okay. Laid out. (laughs) Coffee late. Okay. Laid out. Not doubt. Comatose. Just got this done. Mm-hmm. Oh man, but yeah, man, you guys have an awesome, awesome week. Thanksgiving week. We will be back on Monday, and uh, till next time, peace, peace.